0: Hey, Lifehouse Church, so good to be able to share God's word with you today. My name is Richard, and I am so excited because it's the beginning, right, of a new year. So much that God could do in our lives. We're believing for that. And we've been speaking on the theme of the year, refresh, right? God wants to freshen you up. And I believe he's going to do that right now through the power of his word. So why don't we pray and invite him to speak to all of us? Lord, we thank you for the power of your word. We pray and we invite you to speak to us in a powerful way, God. Everyone, whether they feel near or far to you right now, touch their hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Yay. Awesome. Great. Well, my title for this message is called Fresh Word, Fresh Life. And I want to talk to you about the power of a fresh word from God. Come on. You know, uh, in church life, we often talk about new life, right? And we have an amazing promise in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. It says, this means that anyone, right? Yes, you, anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. Come on. The old life is gone and a new life has begun. I had this scripture in my heart when I was 17 years old in Australia, and I was making the decision to get baptized. Yes, uh, I was already a believer. Uh, I loved Jesus, but as I read my Bible, I saw that Jesus was baptized and he also said for us to be baptized. And I said, I wanna be like Jesus. If he's saying get baptized, I'm gonna do it. And as as I went down to the water on a beach, uh, in Australia with my church friends and family around me a chubby little Richard, you know getting into the water and I didn't understand Everything about baptism, right? I didn't understand all the the little details of the theology behind it But I did understand this I understood that Jesus loved me and died on the cross and rose again for me to forgive me but then also he did that to give me new life that my old life would be gone and that my new life would begin. And I experienced it that day. In fact, I experienced that on the moment when I first gave my life to Jesus. And what I've found is that life with Jesus is not just one moment of newness, right? It's not like newness in the way that the world uh, operates, right? My iPad here, uh, I love my iPad. When I first bought this iPad, it was amazing. It was fast. It was, it, was, it was really thin at the time. You know, it was, it was an amazing thing. And five years later, my iPad is getting a little bit slow. Still doing good, but it's not new anymore. And eventually, at some point, it's going to need to be completely replaced. And that's often how we understand newness, right? Like, eventually, it's going to get old. Well, I wanna encourage you, Christians, for those of you who follow Jesus, you never need to feel old on the inside, right? God always wants to do something new in you. He wants to refresh your soul. And no matter how, what kind of a year you had last year, he is ready today to speak life, to speak a fresh word into your heart and into your situation. And, and I, need, I needed this. I remember 14 years ago, uh, I was moving to Tokyo Japan from Australia just finished university and I showed up at Lifehouse Tokyo and I was feeling a bit stale I I, I still love God but there was there had been a, a process of some disappointments in my own life I had uh, I would say I lost some vision in my life I'd lost some joy in my life and I was I was hungry to get that back I didn't know how but when I came into that, Into our church, I encountered a fresh word from God that really encouraged me. And I'll get back to a bit of my story a little bit later and what happened. But I want to read to you a story from the Bible right now. Ezekiel chapter 37. We see a prophet A guy who would hear from God, right? God would give him visions and would speak to him. And then he would go and share these words with the nation of Israel. And God showed Ezekiel this amazing vision. He took him there to a place where there was this huge valley, right? Imagine a massive valley. And right down the middle, the valley was filled with bones, okay? (laughs) Dry bones, skeletons, It was really a valley of death. I mean, you know, you're praying to God, God, speak to me. And he shows you a vision of skeletons, right? Not the kind of vision that you want to see. But that's where we find Ezekiel uh, in verse two. And it says that he, that's, that's God, led me all around among the bones that covered the valley floor. They were scattered everywhere across the ground and were completely dried out, right? So these people were really dead. Then he asked me, son of man, can these bones become living people again? Oh, sovereign Lord, I replied, only you know the answer to that. God asks, can these bones live again? I want you to think about bones for a minute, right? What do they represent? To me, they represent something that was good. You know, something that had life, uh, something that had all this potential, this future ahead. But for whatever reason, it has died. Right? It, 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 it's over. It's finished. Things don't come back from bones. Right? In fact, with bones, usually you hide them. Usually you bury them. Um, usually you try to forget about the bones of something. And maybe you can relate to that with what you've been through. I don't know, maybe through the pandemic or maybe five years ago, 10 years ago. Maybe there was some experiences that really kind of deflated your dreams. Maybe took the, took the air out, made, it, made things lose a bit of life and now it's gone a bit stale. Uh, maybe some disappointment. Maybe someone hurt you. Maybe uh, there was a tragedy or some kind of situation in your business or your family or whatever. And for whatever reason, you found yourself, uh, you know, just looking at the bones of that, a dead dream. And yet God would say, can these bones live again? Right? And you know, whenever God asks a question, it's not because He's like, I don't know the answer. Right? He's, he's getting us to think. He's challenging uh, uh, the way that, that we see the world and saying, come on, have faith that I could move again. And so God is God. then says to Ezekiel, speak a prophetic message to those bones and say, dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. It's amazing. He, he says, speak to the situation the word of the Lord, listen to the word of the Lord, in whatever kind of situation you're in. And you know, when when I came to LifeHouse and I was in that place of just, I don't know, just low energy, spiritually, just really not happy with where my life was headed. uh, The amazing thing that really helped me change was the word of God, (laughs) a scripture, Uh, many scriptures. But there was one moment in particular where one verse had a profound impact on my life. And I would say, changed the whole course of the next 14 years of my life and you know, my whole future. And that was one verse, 1 Timothy 3 verse one, which says, he that desires to be an overseer uh, desires a noble task. And what that basically means is if you have a heart want to be a leader for god then that's a good thing now i was coming from a place of some disappointment and i when i heard that message there was a part of in my heart that wanted to serve god that really wanted to to have a life a big life that i read about in the bible you know big plans god promises us and yet i wasn't living that out and yet it, there was a part of me that wanted that but some disappointments had really just killed some of those dreams and yet when I read that scripture it was like it jumped off the page and and hit me right in the heart and I, I want to tell you it wasn't like some strange mystical mysterious moment in fact it, it felt so natural my heart just read the scripture and just went yes yes Come on, that's what God is saying for me. That fresh word spoke life into my heart and started me thinking, wow, how could I serve God? What could I do for him? How could I become a better leader so that I can serve his people and his church? That one verse, that one scripture changed my life. And it's actually currently it's my life verse. All right. The verse I love the most. And I want to tell you, we can all experience this kind of freshness, this kind of burst, a supernatural breath of God that comes into our soul and brings life. And no matter what we've been through, no matter what kind of bones are are in our past, God wants to bring a refreshing, a newness to you through the power of His Word. And so I want to encourage everyone today, God wants to breathe fresh life, strength and dreams into you. He wants to touch your life right now. In verse 5, we see this story go on, right? He's just, Ezekiel's just been told, "Hey, speak to those bones, tell them to listen to the word of the Lord." And this is this is what the sovereign Lord says, "Look, I'm going to put breath into you and make you live again. Come on. And I will put flesh and muscles on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath into you and you will come to life then you will know that I am the Lord and church I want to tell you that when God spoke that scripture into my life as I read it uh, it was not some kind of manufactured kind of self-help kind of psychology uh, just have good thinking, uh, think positive it wasn't any of that it was a supernatural injection of God's breath into my heart. And I want to tell you, you can't get this from anywhere else. You've got to get it from Jesus. You've got to get it through the power of His Word. And it it just felt so natural. It was just like, it was kind of just like breathing, but just, oh, just fresh, felt so good. And, And oftentimes, you know, we, we may be looking for some kind of big, crazy, wild moment, but let me tell you that sometimes just in the quietness of reading our Bible, just a few minutes with God each day, journaling on the train, on the bus, wherever you are, just reading God's Word, letting Him speak to you, those moments can change and transform every part of your life. And that's why here at LifeHouse, it's no secret We love God's Word. We love journaling. And at the end of this message, I'm going to uh, encourage you to build this habit this year. You see, God wants to breathe life into all of us. And I want to really encourage you, never settle with a stale life, right? I told you that I had that moment of feeling a bit flat. And hey, if you're feeling like that, that doesn't make you bad. Let me just tell you that God can breathe freshness into you today. Don't settle with being stale. Come to Him in a moment of worship. Come to Him in a moment of prayer. Come to His Word and get refreshed again. You see, Ezekiel hears this word and he starts speaking it out right he's he's he the word goes in and he speaks it over his situation verse 7 so i spoke this message just as he told me suddenly as i spoke there was a rattling noise all across the valley and this is where it get becomes like a horror movie it's cool Uh, the bones of each body came together and attached themselves as complete skeletons Then as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the bones. Then skin formed to cover their bodies, but they still had no breath in them. How cool is this imagery, right? These skeletons coming together. I don't know if our video editors can help me make something cool. Skeletons and then the flesh comes on them. And I mean, this is, this is a miracle. This is amazing. Like Ezekiel would have just been like, whoa. You know, suddenly uh, these, these bones now look like people, right? They look like they actually have a future, but they're not quite finished yet. There's still more to go. God has more for them. And I want to encourage you that, hey, if God spoke to you something in the past, that's awesome. But God wants to speak, you, speak to you something fresh again today. God wants to build on that. That, hey, if you're still around, if you're still alive right now, God has not finished with you yet. And you are still a work in progress. You are made new, but you are also being renewed by his power, and he, he has something exciting for you uh, yet to come. And so we see in this, this story that this is part one almost, and then there's another part where God brings these, uh, these bodies to life. And I think about my own story of uh, becoming a leader in the church, right? And uh, I already told you about getting a vision and, and feeling from God that, wow, I could be a leader in God's house. And then fast forward a few years later and many things have happened in my life. And and I ended up actually getting the opportunity to come to Hong Kong and to help our amazing church here. And, you know, in just those moments of, of, of I guess it's a bit of insecurity, a bit of self-doubt, wondering, can I do this? Can I lead a church? Can I uh, do it in a in a country that's new to me in a in a foreign place with new people and new cultures and and just wondering if 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 I could do this and once again God speaks to me through Scripture gives me another fresh word uh, and I'm reading through Luke seven and I I won't uh, go there right now but basically there's this story of a Roman officer who who comes to Jesus and, and, and the Jews actually said, hey, we love this man because he built us a synagogue. And I remember reading this scripture when I first came to Hong Kong and, and, and I thought, wow, a foreigner coming and building a church for the local people I want to be like that Roman officer. I want to be a part of building God's house uh, in a in a country that's not my own, but in, with a people that I love. And that verse really encouraged my heart. It spoke life into me. It it, it spoke of a kind of. Um, strength and an authority in my in my new role and in the new challenge that was ahead of me and that's that's just one of the different steps one of those different moments where god spoke a fresh word uh for a for a unique situation and a moment that i was in and he wants to speak to you today for whatever you're facing as well and see god Continues with Ezekiel in verse 9. He says to me, speak another prophetic message to, to the winds, son of man. Speak a prophetic message and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come and breathe from the four winds. Breathe into these dead bodies, right? These dreams. So they may live again. So I spoke the message as he commanded me and breath came into their bodies. They all came to life and stood up on their feet. A great army. God breathes His life into us, right? Through His word, fresh word, fresh life. And this army rises up. And the thing I love about this imagery, an army isn't just like a crowd of people, right? I live in Hong Kong. There's crowds of people everywhere. Everyone's kind of doing their own thing. There is no unified sense of purpose or direction, right? But with an army, it's like we're all in this together. There's a mission. There's a vision. There's a purpose. We are going somewhere. We're serving our commander. We're, we're, we've, God has something big for us. And it's a life of purpose and vision. And I wanna tell you that God has been pouring vision. God has been pouring life into me ever since those days as a young person learning how to journal, learning how to hear a fresh word from God on a regular basis. This is so powerful. When God can speak to us all the time. Hey, an amazing goal would be, imagine if God could speak to us every day right i want to tell you he can he wants to he's he's always speaking good things encouragement and lifting us up to 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 new things and if we would just spend a few minutes every day building that habit come on at the beginning of a new year this is the time to establish great habits that are going to lead to great outcomes And look, it's not the habit that changes us. It's God's breath. It's his word that changes us. But if we will just position ourselves every day to just spend a few minutes in the word, to ask God to speak to us, to write it down and keep a record. I just know that God will change your life and he will breathe fresh encouragement, fresh dreams. He will bring new life to those bones and in whatever you have lost, in the past before so i want to really encourage a church i've got one real practical point for this message and that is discover the joy of journaling or rediscover the joy of journaling journaling to us here at lifehouse it's not a secret it's something we talk about all the time but it's just five minutes reading god's word writing it down asking him to speak to us and carrying that word in our hearts speaking it over our lives just a few minutes every day and that could be on the bus, could be on the train, could be at home in, in the morning or in the evening, whatever works for you, whatever language works for you, whether it's on paper, whether it's on your your phone. Hey, God wants to speak a fresh word and this has changed my life. And I want to speak to the men out there in particular. Uh, if I could just if I could just teach you one habit, just one thing and it was only 5 minutes long and I promise you this will change your life more than anything else it's hearing from God every day hearing from God and it just takes a few minutes so why don't we rediscover this joy of a fresh word and let God speak new life into those dry bones once again you know for me uh when I was younger uh in my first connect group I I I kind of I knew the value of God's word but I just wasn't excited to uh, to read it, I guess. And uh, I just hadn't had a good experience with that. And And my, I remember my first Connect Group leader just gently challenged me and said, hey, why don't you try this just for 30 days? Come on, one month. Give God one month, five minutes a day and see if he will speak to you. You know, by the end of that month, I was hooked. Uh, God had already spoken so much to me in that one month and really years uh, before that and i've just been building on that ever since and little word by little word and occasionally a big word and then a little word and then a little word fresh word fresh word fresh word god has been transforming my life and leading me uh, on this amazing journey and he wants to do the same for you and you know the bible says that whoever is thirsty Can just come and drink Jesus says that in John chapter 7 anyone who's thirsty may come to me anyone who believes in me may come and drink for the scriptures declare rivers of living water will flow from his heart and you can have this living water you can have this fresh word you can have the life of Jesus in your heart and and in a moment i'm going to give you an opportunity to invite Jesus into your life he loves you so much But hey, also to the Christians out there, if you're feeling a little bit stale, don't feel bad, don't feel guilty. Come on, why don't you just come back, build a habit of journaling and get a fresh word from God again and get back on track for something, for for God to do something great in your life. Why don't we take a moment right now just to pray and uh, believe for God to speak to us. Lord, we thank you for the power of a fresh word, God. That you want to refresh us and refresh us over and over again, God, growing and uh, moving into deeper levels of purpose and rich relationships, Lord. I pray that you would restore old dreams uh, that we've tried to forget, Lord, that you'd heal disappointments, that you'd help us to to build on those moments, Lord, that you would add flesh to those skeletons and that that these, these, these dreams, these things we've held in our hearts that maybe we've even tried to let go of, Lord that you'd bring them back to life through the power of your word your supernatural word that can touch our hearts lord right now we receive that lord i pray you touch everyone listening and watching right now in jesus name amen awesome i believe god is with you and he's touching you right now and maybe there's some people out there and you you don't yet have this relationship with jesus or maybe you need to come back to a relationship with Jesus. Well, he loves you so much. The Bible says he died on a cross. He carried our sin and he took that to the cross. He paid the price. He purchased our forgiveness. He's changed my life. He, uh, he gives us a place in heaven. He rose again. He's a powerful God and he wants to know you personally. And uh, if you wanna invite him into your life, why don't you just say this prayer that we've put up on the screen down below. With me, why don't you read this out? Let's read it together. Dear Jesus, I believe in you. Thank you for forgiving me. Come into my life, and I will follow you. Come on, give the Lord a hand. Amazing! Come on, that is the best decision. Starting a new year with a fresh heart, with a new relationship with Jesus. That is the best decision. And hey, we want to help you to grow. And that's why we're here as a church. Come on, get connected. Why don't you uh, join a connect group when our semester starts soon. Uh, Why don't you get connected here at Lifehouse and uh, let's grow on this journey with Jesus together. Well, church, it's been my pleasure to share God's word with you. Next week, Vision Sunday, going to be absolutely amazing. Don't miss it. And I look forward to seeing you in church next week. Bye-bye.